of the darkness and into the light. It's the This Woman Knows podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the This Woman Knows podcast. I am your host, Lisa Ann Alexander. And today we're going to talk about team building and leadership. I am the spitting image of my father. I share his big eyes, same dark, tightly coiled hair, same wide nose. I am his daughter, and I loved him. And some days... Have you crossed a bear? I've had the opportunity to build teams, work on teams. And I can't stress the importance of knowing the people that you're working with. So establishing even in business, they talk about you do business with people, you know, like, and trust. If you're, if you're building a team, it's important to build teams with people that you know, like, and trust. And so one of my favorite teams that I've ever worked on would be team Alexander. And that's working with my spouse, Elgin Alexander. So a lot of people ask, how in the world do you work with your husband? Because a lot of people are going, there is just no way I could work with my spouse. You know, especially if you're, you're together all day and then you got to come home together. And I understand it, it can be, it can be challenging. It really can. But communication and effective communication is essential. It's integral to any effective team even when it comes to being husband and wife working together on a project. So um, it was not always easy. I'll tell you that um, because we had to learn how to communicate with each other in order to get the job done. Right. And so it's, it, it, it took it took some doing, but we got there. And the result is, you know, we're able to work well together and um, pick up each other's cues. And so that comes through years of learning and training and working and getting it horribly wrong and then getting it wonderfully right. So Team Alexander, that's like my favorite team. And I will always bet, always, always bet on Team Alexander for sure. And then there are other teams where it hasn't gone so well. And, you know, those teams are wrought with um, dysfunction. Oh, dysfunctional teams. I've been on a few of those, Um, especially like early, early in my career. Early in my career, I've been part of some dysfunctional teams and those make it difficult to get through your day. Those can be challenging. Those will have you quit. Those will have you questioning your whole life and why are you here? And um, there are a lot of um, TikToks and Instagrams and reels that show people on their way to work or and they're sitting in the sitting in their cars outside their jobs, praying and asking for all kinds of strength. I know what it is to work on those kinds of teams. And it's like, I don't want to go to work anymore. Been there, done that. And so um, when you have successful teams when you have effective teams 
and great leadership. That's the game changer. Great leadership and effective teams is the game changer. Um, One of the most beautiful things that I've experienced as a leader is to work with people or have people work with you and say that they were sent and they truly were sent. It was a good thing because the inverse of that happens too. It's like who sent you? And they truly are assigned to your project. So a lot of you know that I am working on my first feature film, My Father the Queen. I've done documentaries and those have been successful. They've run, won some regional awards. So just happy about that work. But now we get to tell, I get to tell a different kind of story. So I wrote, I'll direct and am producing this feature film. And one of the things that became very clear very quickly is that producing a feature film is nothing completely different from working on a documentary. And so it it became really important to know that I was going to have to hire people, hire team members who knew more than I did because, and I'll say this all the time, if I'm the smartest person in the room, we're all, we're all in trouble because my expertise is in a certain lane. I know, I, I know my lane. I don't know my CPA's lane. That's going to go real bad if I had to know my CPA's lane and know all the intricacies and especially she does forensics accounting. That's not going to go well. That's, that's going to be bad. If I, if I have to do forensics accounting, there's not enough YouTube uh, videos. There's not enough um, Udemy classes to get this chick to do forensics accounting. That ain't my lane. And so um, being a leader means being confident in what I know my skill set, what my lane is and what I'm supposed to do in this project. So I'm, 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 I'm head, head chicken charge, right? Overse- overseeing everything, you know, su- um, succeed or fail. It's, 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 it's on me, right? That's part of being a leader. If it falls, if it fails, it succeeds. It's, they're going to point it. They're going to point at me. All right. So then it makes sense to bring people on who are experts at what they do. And then I, as a leader, can't be intimidated by someone else's skill set. I am in no way intimidated by my CPA. Not a, if anything, I am in awe of her ability to find proverbial needles in haystacks. Girl, you, she good. I'm a applauder on that. And so... I'm happy for this 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 group of people that have um, assembled to help produce this work. One of the amazing people, and I'll interview her at some point, is uh, my producing partner, Catherine J. Hatam. Beautiful, brilliant woman who knows her stuff. She fills in gaps where I may not have certain experiences or certain knowledge. She fills those in wonderfully. And I am not intimidated by what Catherine knows and neither is Catherine intimidated 
by what I know. And just it, it works out wonderfully. And so we have this beautiful relationship. And, you know, I can text her and like, hey, what about this? And she's like, I don't know. There's like, let's do some research. So it's, it's just this beautiful relationship. And I love that about our team. And so one of the things that I did when I first when when the when one of the many iterations of the of the script there have been many um I think the first script was started out at 40 pages and we are well above 40 pages at this point but when I first had the idea and got my my couple of first drafts done I um talked to our DP director of photography Brandon told Brandon about the project Brandon was like yes even with the script in the state that it was in, Brandon was like, absolutely, yes. Um, so I was grateful for him and for him willing to bring his expertise to the project. And then he introduced me to a young lady, Jessica Davis. And Jessica Davis is an actress. She's also worked behind the camera. She's an excellent AD. And so I met with her. We met at a local restaurant and I told her about the project and I had a yes from her by the time we left. She was like, oh, absolutely. And so... One of the things that I like to do as a leader, and I'm leading a, a group of people and we're going to be working together. One of the things I say is that you want to do business with people you know, like, and trust. And so that's even if you're building a team, you want to build a team with people you know, people you like, and definitely people that you trust. Absolutely. And so I was able to um, meet these two incredible people. And I said, I wanted to invite them over. I wanted to break bread with them because if we were going to be one thing about filmmaking is that it, it, there are long days when you're making a film days can easily go 12, 14, 16, 18 hours. I don't hope to have to do those kinds of long days hopefully we can get 12 and be done that that's ideal but if we we're going to be spending that amount of time together over weeks maybe over months I really wanted to like the people that I was working with I really wanted to be able to trust the people that I was working with so that i so that the vision of this film gets done and everybody's on the same page. So I had dinner at my house. I invited Brandon, I invited Jessica and we had dinner. This is again, very, very early stages of this, of this project. And so we, we, I cooked because that's something that I like to do. Like, um, having guests. I like, I like hosting events. And so they came over and we ate and we drank and had desserts and it was wonderful. And, you know, just got to know about each other. Yes, we talked about the film, but then we just, just shared a meal and had conversation. And one of the things Jessica said, as you know, we were getting ready to leave, she says, this has never happened before. It's like, I've, this is, this has just never happened. It's not heard of to come and sit down together and get to have, you know, learn about each other before you get on set. Well, I knew that was important for me. That's how I'm running things at Pretty Work Studios. I want to know the people that I'm working with. And this is my first feature film. This is my baby, right? My passion project. And so I, I'm, I'm doing this work and I want to be, I want to do it with people that I know, like, and trust. 
and I want to do it with people that are assigned to this project. I tell my executive producer, who is an amazing woman herself, Linda Robinson, and that's a story for a different day. But I'm so glad that she said, yes, we're filming in Chicago because of her, because of her connections and her network. And so you go where doors open and the doors opened wide for us in Chicago. And so that's where we're going, where we're going to film in Chicago. But I tell her all the time, I remind her and it's like, Linda, only people that are assigned. That's that that's that's my intention that I set. only the people that are assigned. And the reason is because I've. I was I was over an organization, a chapter, and I had this beautiful woman come to me who who knew I was taking leadership and she said I'm here to support you because I want I, I want you to achieve your goals and that you're going to need this backup and she says I'm sent here I'm here to do I'm here to help you here to help you do the work and the wonderful thing about people that are assigned to you and to your project they're always keeping high level top of mind they're always going to make sure that the goal that the goal stays in front of you for those days when you want to throw in your hands and go I don't want to do this anymore you know she was like okay um but remember this this and this and remember the goals we set and we had this you know this this vision that we had and it's like are you forfeiting the vision and then I would have to go no give me 24 hours I'll be back and so it, it hits support hits different when you have people who are committed to that level and they're not committed to you, they're committed to something high, much higher It's bigger than you, you know, their, their um, willingness and what they're willing to do that it's to something much higher than me or you. Right. And so I liked that. I liked that kind of support. And so I, I, when I was working on this project and journaling, I said, I only want the people that are assigned to this. Some people will see it as like, oh, maybe this is an opportunity. Oh, definitely. There are people who will approach who think that this is, you know, they can make a whole lot of money. They've been in my DMs and they've been deleted and blocked. They clearly were not assigned. <laughs> clearly they were not assigned. And so that's, that's how we operate. And we're, I've curated this amazing team so far during pre-production, laying the groundwork. Everybody understands the story, the, the mission, and sees the potential for what this story can do once it's released. That's important. And so just building teams, leading teams, high, leading high-functioning, high, highly skilled and experienced teams, definitely requires you being okay with yourself. I could not have done this 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I wasn't even, I, <laughs> I hadn't healed enough. I was not in a space where I could have done this and been confident in who I am and in my lane and what I know. So leaders have to be, Leaders should be whole people. Leaders should be healed in a lot of spaces. Leaders should um, be confident in what they know and be okay championing, championing other people working with you to get a goal done because it's about the goal. It is about the mission, right? That's, that's all this is about. And so I am, um, 
<laughs> grateful for the healing process, grateful that um, growing, ever growing as a leader, as a visionary, and knowing and knowing my place, <laughs> knowing my place in this in this in this particular work, in this particular piece. I'm overseeing, I'm guiding, I'm directing. I'm not editing. I'm not colorist. I'm not sound engineer. That's not my expertise. That is not my lane. I am hiring experts to do those things. Now, as an um, early entrepreneur, I had to do all the things. So I learned a little bit about WordPress. I learned a little bit about this and a little bit of that. And you do what you have to do until you can hire somebody else to do it, right? In this case, it's a no. No, I'm hiring experts to bring their best to this project. And I'm not, again, I'm not intimidated by other people's greatness. And that requires a strong, a strong leader. Strong leaders have to be able to manage talented people. Good leaders know how to manage talented people. And so I just wanted to share that with you today on the importance of team building, of getting to know, like, and trust even the people that are working with you on projects. Now, is this possible for every project? No, it's not. Some projects are massive and you won't get to know everybody on the team. Sometimes you, you just won't. Um, but one of the things that our former president did, President Barack Obama, there's a picture of him fist bumping a worker in the White House. And so I may not know you personally, but that doesn't mean that you, one, they don't exist. People that aren't on the hype, on the, on, on, working in these high levels, right, that I get to interact with all the time, but people that are doing, you know, um, just work, making sure that are just as important, making sure that things are in their place. You never discount, you never discount or disqualify the people who are making sure that things are in their place so that when you go for them, they are there, right? Um, highly value those people. I, I just do. But does that mean I get to know all of them or will did the president get to know everything? It's just like, hey, fist bump. I see you and I recognize you. Yeah, that that's a good thing to do. Be a good human as a leader. Be a good human as a leader. Absolutely. People matter um, irrespective of their roles, what they do. They matter and the work they do. It matters. Try getting something done. Oh, gosh. Um, I remember once upon a time in a certain organization that people were bad mouthing and this was management was bad mouthing the people that worked on a production floor. They were called lazy. Um, they were called all kinds of things. And this really irritated me because if those people decide not to work and you can't produce a product, you have no job because there's no product to ship. And so how dare you talk about people who are coming from everywhere to work here and then for you to speak so lowly of them. If those people, if they all quit, if everybody leaves 
and there's nobody on your production floor, you are up creek and no paddle. So we have to be respectful of all people and the work that they're doing. Because we need we need we need everybody on this film. We'll need people to, um, of course, direct. We'll need people to make sure that we're plugging in everything. Grips will need it. Everything's plugged in correctly. We need a camera person. We need an editor. We need people to bring in snacks so that folk don't fall out of low blood sugar and all the things. Right. All of it is necessary. All of it is important to the overall mission. So as a leader, you recognize the value of every part of the job, every part of the process. And you do your best to make sure that everybody has what they're what they need in order to get that project done. So again, with my husband working where he works and the work that he's done throughout the throughout the years, it's always to make sure that people have what they need to do the job they need to do. Because how can you ask somebody to do something and they don't have the tools to do it? That's probably another story. Um, But it's been this whole learning and evolving as a leader, um, building teams. It's been quite the experience. So there's been, you know, dysfunctional teams that I've been on, you know, early or real early in my career that make you go, oh, never again. Just no. You know, the ones that make you sit in your car teams that make you go to your go to the bathroom and just weep and it's like how do I get myself out of this been there oh I understand those um working for micromanagers that's that's an insecure leader as well if you're working for a micromanager they're insecure and there's not a thing you can do about that that's inside work that they have to do and so I would encourage us all if we're leading to do our own work, to make sure that we're healed and in a place that we can um, champion the experts in the room because it's about the vision, it's about the purpose or the mandate or whatever it is that we're doing. That's, that, that, that's the most important thing and that we can check egos and insecurities at the door. And so I am grateful for this amazing team that's been curated thus far. We have a great team thus far. And as we go through pre-production and, you know, we're still hiring and casting and doing all the things. Assigned people. We are looking for assigned people. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation on leadership, on team building, on dysfunctional teams, how to be a good leader, because all those things are, they're important to help you move forward in the thing that you're being called to do. All right, everybody. I hope you'll come and come back and join us next time. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to another episode of This Woman Knows podcast. For show notes, blog posts, guest booking information, and sponsorship opportunities, visit us online at www.thiswomanknows.com today.